Hey there, my name is Lexi and thank you so much for joining me. Today I want to talk to you about coming to the studio for the first time and some things that you need to keep in mind when you are booking for your first session. So if this sounds like something you're interested in hearing more about, keep watching. why I'm deciding to address this is because I am still getting a lot of clients who come in and they just don't understand the process of booking a session, coming to a studio and recording a song. Now I'm the type of person, I like to work with artists who are serious, I like to work with artists who are professional, but more and more I'm seeing that there is just a lack of seriousness, a lack of professionality, just a general lack in learning about this entire process that comes with doing music, which is what these artists claim they want to do. So I'm going to talk to you about some of the things you need to keep in mind if you are coming to record at the studio for the first time. First, most professional studios are going to require that you book your session in advance. This means that we do not want to deal with last minute bookings. This means that you cannot just come walk into the studio and expect to record. You have to call, text, DM, email, online booking requests, something to let us know, hey, 24 hours in advance, I would like to come tomorrow to record at this time. Or honestly, Sometimes if you give us at least five hours in advance, we can make it happen on the same day. But most professional studios would require you or would very much like for you to book your session well in advance. Now at our studio, we do only take sessions by appointment and we don't just have people sitting up at the studio waiting for someone to walk in and record something with us. So it's very important that you are booking your session in advance because the engineer is not just waiting around for you. You also have to keep in mind that a lot of engineers, they work at different studios. They don't just work at the one studio that you're calling for. So a lot of times an engineer has to be called up to work your session and however long that's gonna take for them to get to that location that you wanna record at, you gotta account for that too. A lot of times people who wanna come in last minute, I find that it was off of a whim. It's something that the entire group wanted to do and everybody decided, oh, hey, it's a vibe. Bet, let's go to the studio and record. But what happens with that is nobody in that situation is actually prepared. Nobody really has anything written, let alone knowing what they want to say on a song. They haven't prepared a beat. And honestly, when you come in with that kind of mentality, that last minute mentality, you're wasting your time because you're new to the studio. You don't know how the process works. That also means that you're wasting your money because you're not going to be recording something that is of high quality. And if you're serious about trying to get your music on the radio or just make it big time, you need to make sure that you're recording quality music and understanding every step that's going to give you the most success. Or if you're just doing this for a hobby, then ignore everything I just said and come in for fun. A lot of people do that too, I do realize. But anyway, for the people who really want to leave with a nice, serious, good sounding song, then usually the people who are booking last minute, they do not have a good concept. They don't have a good song written or prepared to do that at the studio. Last thing I wanna talk about with this particular point is that keeping a schedule for a studio helps the studio to stay organized and it helps for the engineers to plan out their day. The reason why I like to get sessions booked in advance is because I like to be able to plan around those times versus having to interrupt whatever it is I have in my day to come and record somebody. 
which as a fellow creative, because I'm a singer and a songwriter first, when I have to stop what I'm doing and I have to kill my vibe, I have to kill my creative juices to come in and record for somebody, it really puts me in a bad mood and I run the risk of not giving a quality session to whoever is coming in because I wasn't expecting to do it and I just hadn't prepared it. I'm not being able to get my creativity out. I gotta stop what I'm doing for you. I'm irritated. I don't really care about your song. Blah, blah, blah. And this is just like a train of thought that I go through when something like that happens. So a lot of engineers, they like to plan their day. A lot of them are not already sitting at the studio. So being able to say, hey, I have a session at this time on this day. The next day after that, I have these sessions back to back. It just allows us as the engineers to prepare better and it helps the studio to keep things a lot more organized. Second, most professional studios require that you make a deposit. What is a deposit? It's basically like money that you put down to let us know that you're serious about coming to the session and that you're actually gonna show up for your recording session. Personally, for me, if someone is talking about I only have cash and they also are wanting to book this session last minute, I don't take those people too seriously because eight out of 10 times, the people who are paying cash and they're paying last minute or they're booking last minute, they're not gonna show up anyway. So I'll put their name on the calendar, but just understand that if I get somebody who calls before, if I get somebody who calls after you and they put a deposit down before you do, I'm bumping your spot and I'm pushing you till after them because they showed me that they were serious by putting down a deposit. Now, most studios are going to require a 50% deposit like we do. Um, and that just, again, lets us know that you are serious about coming in. Number three, most professional recording studios have a minimum amount of time that you must book for them to actually put you on the calendar. For most studios, it's going to be a minimum of at least two hours to take you seriously. And I think that is a good minimum to have because I personally recommend to people that you need at least two hours to do one song really well, to get all of your vocals laid out and to make sure that everything is placed where it's supposed to be, to make sure that you performed it the way it's supposed to sound. You just, in my opinion, cannot do that in one hour. Now I will say on very rare occasions, Extremely talented and extremely prepared artists can make a decent or a good song in one hour. But again, that's only on very rare occasions. So in my opinion, always book at least two hours. That's the minimum anyway. But with that two hours, you're not going to feel rushed. You're going to feel like you have time to make mistakes. You have time to switch up your tone. You have time to, you know, put in ad-libs, in and outs, backgrounds all that thing. Whether you're a rapper or a singer, you will not feel so rushed and pressured to finish a song in one hour. Um, you will feel like you have all the time in the world with just two hours. The fourth thing to keep in mind, if this is your first time booking a session, is that studios often have to assign the next available engineer to come up and record. A lot of times, studios don't just have engineers sitting up there, like I said earlier. They don't just have an engineer sitting there waiting for you to walk in to record your song. We have to assign the next available engineer. This is also another reason why we don't like last minute bookings because you can't call up or text or do whatever and expect to walk in and have a session within 30 minutes of you calling or booking. It just doesn't work like that. Sometimes it does, sometimes you might get lucky and an engineer will already happen to be up there and there will happen to be no sessions and they will say, you know what, come on up, you don't even need a deposit. Sometimes that happens, but 
90% of the time, no. We need to assign the next available engineer and I need to make sure that I'm giving my engineer enough of a heads up to come from wherever he or she is and give them enough time to come in and be like mentally prepared and ready to do the session so that they give you a good experience. Again, I want you to understand that engineers are probably working at a lot of different locations, not just one studio. So that's another reason why we don't typically like last minute bookings. And that's another reason why we have to be mindful that the studio has to set up the next available engineer who can get there first to actually do your session. And also understand that a lot of times engineers are more than just engineers. They are singers, they're songwriters, they're producers, or they just have some kind of interest outside of the studio that they might be tending to. And so it does take time to break people out of their routine, out of their day to day, or to take them away from whatever they had planned for their day to come call them up and get you at the studio to record a song for you. Fifth thing you need to keep in mind is that you need to have your song prepared and you need to know what you're doing before you come record at the session. As I said earlier, you will come in and you will waste time, which also wastes money. If you don't know what you're going to do, if you don't know what your song is about, if you don't know what your beat is. So to avoid wasting time and in turn wasting money, make sure that you come to your session prepared. Make sure you've written your song out. Make sure you've rehearsed it a few times and make sure that, you know, you like the way that your flow is. You like your melody. You like your lyrics. Also, you might want to keep in mind if you're going to do some ad libs or some in and outs, kind of keep a mental note or actually put down on your notebook paper or actually put it in your notes or wherever you wrote your song, put in your notes. I'm going to stack this part. I'm going to layer this part. I'm going to do ad libs here. I'm going to say this ad lib right there, blah, blah, blah. It's totally okay for you to plan that out because it's going to make your time more efficient while you're at the studio. Also, make sure you have your beat ready. Whether you have had a producer send you a beat directly to your email, or if you have your beat on YouTube or SoundCloud, make sure you have it ready. If you have it already downloaded, make sure you have it on a thumb drive or it's in your email, ready and available. If it is on YouTube or SoundCloud, make sure that you know the name of it. That would help a lot to find it so that the engineer can get to it and download it for you and get it put into your session. Number six, understand that what you wrote at home might sound a lot different once you actually record it in the studio. I've had a few clients come in and they've recorded something on their phone and they said, man, I just don't feel the same vibe. It just doesn't sound the same way that it sounds on my phone. That's a good thing because our quality, the quality that you're getting at the studio is 1000 times better than whatever you recorded on your phone, which is of a lesser quality. So sometimes you write lyrics at home and it's not hitting the beat the way you thought it was, or it just doesn't sound or flow the way you thought it was. You got to kind of keep that in mind and maybe prepare for that. Prepare to maybe do some light rewriting or be able to think of some stuff on the fly to account for this not sounding exactly how it was. But basically what I want you to understand is don't get too attached to whatever you sounded like on the phone that you recorded on, which is a thousand times less quality than what you have at the studio. Number seven, if you don't know how to do something, ask the engineer. And the reason why I brought this point in is because a lot of people do not know how to adjust the mic stand and they will come in. It's their first time and they try to adjust it themselves. And when you do that, you run the risk of breaking something that costs a lot more than whatever your hourly rate is. 
So please, if you don't know how to do something, just ask the engineer. It is the engineer's job to make you feel a little more comfortable, to make sure that you're getting the best sound quality, to make sure that the mic stand is at a good height for you so that you can give your best performance. In general, if you don't know how to do something, it's expected that you won't know how to do something because it's your first time coming to the studio. So don't feel like you're gonna be looking dumb or looking foolish if you don't know how to do something. Just ask. And then when you learn how to do it, when you learn how to do it properly, you'll know for next time. Number eight, make sure that you can clearly communicate what you want to do in your song when you want to do it in your song. This is the engineer's first time hearing your song. The engineer has no idea what it's going to sound like. They have no idea of the structure. And you just want to make sure that you are able to clearly communicate like, hey, this is my hook. This is my verse. This is my bridge. Okay, I did those parts. I want to do my ad-libs now on the hook. Or just run me from the top. I'm going to do ad-libs all the way through. Or let me stack this verse. Or let me emphasize these words in the hook. If you don't know what some of these terms are, I do have a video that explains what leads and backgrounds and hooks and in and outs and ad-libs and all those things are. I'll put a little info bubble above so you can check that out after you finish watching this video. If you don't know what those terms are, make sure you familiarize yourself with that but make sure that you are able to tell the engineer exactly what it is you want to do. For some reason, and I don't know what it is, it just seems like rappers are the only group that struggle a lot to communicate what it is that they want. So this is another reason for me including this point in there. It is the engineer's first time hearing the song, and a lot of times, for some reason, these newer artists just don't understand song structure. You know, where is my hook supposed to be? Where is the verse supposed to go? How am I riding the beat? How am I complimenting the beat and making sure that it feels like this is where this part of the song is supposed to go? And it makes it really frustrating for the engineer. So just be able to clearly communicate what you're doing, where you need to do things at, and it'll be a smooth ride from there if you're able to clearly tell the person, the engineer, what you want to do. Number nine, understand that you cannot just walk into the studio and start recording as soon as you get there. With what? What are you recording? We don't even have your beat. We don't know who you are. Introduce yourself. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, I'll have people come in and they walk in the studio like they know what they're doing, like they've been here before, like they know exactly where the room is, like they know who their engineer is gonna be. And honestly, it's just really annoying. But back to the point that I'm trying to make here, you cannot just walk into the booth to start recording. Um, especially if it's your first time because the engineer doesn't know what you're doing. You probably have not sent your beat already and just understand that it takes time to set up your session. We have to go through figuring out who you are, introducing ourselves as the engineer. We got to create a new folder for you in our system. We got to create a new Pro Tools session. We got to load in the template. We got to download your beat. We got to find the key of the beat, find the tempo of the beat, and then we got to check mic levels to make sure that the volume or the intensity that you're performing at is going to be picked up on you know on the microphone at the best level that you're going to have a good gain coming through the system so basically what i'm saying is don't be impatient the other thing you have to keep in mind after you finish recording a take it does take a few seconds for the engineer to drag your vocals from the record track onto a playback track for you to listen back to what you did so again don't be impatient just try to educate yourself about what the process entails when it comes to recording. Number 10, 
You do not get to rap or sing through the end of your session time. Your session time starts as soon as you booked it and it ends when you said that you wanted it to end. So understand that everything included in your session, that includes getting the song downloaded or the beat downloaded, sorry, that includes getting the key and the tempo and the template of the session, that includes setting it to the grid. If you wanna walk outside and you wanna smoke in the middle of your session, that's included in your time. The only time you'll get extra extra minutes or a few extra moments in the session is if there was some kind of technical difficulty or if the engineer was late for the session. Just remember this basically. If it's our fault, you get extra time. If it's your fault, you're on the clock. Also, make sure that you understand that bounce time is included in your session too. So bouncing is basically turning your session into an MP3 or a wave so you'll be able to listen to it once you leave the studio. Bouncing is included in your time, so don't be surprised if the engineer stops you five or ten minutes before your session is over to give you like a rough mix and then bounce your song down and then wants to have everything sent out to you by the end of your session time, at the time that you said you wanted your session to end. Another reason for that, again, it ties into the point that I made about the studio keeping schedule. Um, we have to make sure that, especially if you have a session after you, that you are not running into that person's session because we got to be mindful of people's schedules and what people have going on in their life. So basically, you are not going to be able to rap or sing through your session time. That's the rules. That's the facts. That's that on that. And the 11th and final thing that I want you to keep in mind if this is your first time at the studio is that you will not get your song until you pay your balance in full. Now this is a way for the studio to make sure that we get our money. Worst case scenario, if you don't pay us because you end up not having the money that you booked the session for, for the amount of time you booked the session for, worst case scenario, you wasted time recording something that you're not gonna get. We got your deposit and that told us that you're serious, you came in to record, but you do have to pay the rest of the balance. If you did not pay your balance in full before getting to the studio or before recording, we are going to make sure that we hold on to your stuff hostage until we get our money. Worst case scenario, like I said, there's just wasted time on both ends, but you also wasted a little bit of money. You're actually going to end up having to go to another studio to redo the song. If you don't give us our money, we're not going to release it, like I said. But then again, if you go to a different studio, you're going to have to pay that studio and you're going to end up owing that studio money as well. So make sure that you understand that you will not get your files, you will not get your song until you have paid the studio in full. That's all I have for this particular video topic on Things you need to keep in mind if this is your first time coming to a studio. Let me know what you think about these points that I made in the comment section down below. If you're an engineer, let me know some of the things you would want your clients to keep in mind. If you are a new client, let me know if there's any other kind of advice you might want to know for booking and recording with your first session. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this video and turn on the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new video. Also, I want to give a shout out to my patrons who are seeing this video way before you did, whoever you are watching this video on YouTube right now. The reason why they got to see this video as soon as I uploaded it is because for $5 per month, they became a patron of mine and they get to see these videos. They get to see all of this content weeks, sometimes months in advance before I release it to the general public. 
Also as a patron, not only do you get access to my content way before the general public does, but as a patron, your requests get bumped to the top of my list for videos that I have to do next. So you'll see the content a lot quicker and you'll see the kind of content that you wanna see as soon as I upload it. Again, not when I release it to the general public. So if that's something you'll be interested in, you wanna support me for just $5 a month on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash LexiATL. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Lexi. Peace.